right, guys. So time for pterodactyl. She can't show your teeth. To send the noise to the left, you are going to say pterodactyl. And to send it to the right, you're going to make a pterodactyl noise. Okay? I'm ready. I'm I'm not ready. Okay. Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Oh, oh. Ah, ah. Hey, Apple. Hey, Apple. Father's like really good at this. Mm-hmm. Like the, he has the crazy eyes. Oh, oh. Hey, Apple. <laughs> hey, Laura's our winner. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Quarantine. I am Lauren. I'm Athena. And I'm Father David Kidd. I would love to talk to you very briefly about Awaken Catholic which is awakencatholic.org slash forward slash donate. Awaken Nation, great, great way to really celebrate our faith and media and events, bringing people truth through beauty. Also, to our, of course, a great app, Hallow, like Hallow be thy name in the prayer that Jesus taught us, our Father. Hallow, a Catholic meditation app to help you find peace and grow in your spiritual journey. You can find that at hallow.app forward slash Awaken. How was that? Is that, that was right? It was great. Thank was you. Beautiful. I liked the enunciation and hollow. That was good. Hello. Um, so, Lauren, what are we talking about today? Yeah. So, we are going to talk about you are what you consume. And we're going to talk about some morals and social media and music and how that affects our lives. What about food? Can we talk about food? We can. We could talk about food we if we want to. Okay. But if you if you've heard that saying, "You are what you eat," that's kind of where we're coming from. Um, and Father said this when we talked about the mass and receiving the Eucharist that you are what you consume. Um, and we kind of took that and thought about what's what we expose ourselves to during our lifetime, and um, it's kind of crazy how. Social media is such a beautiful thing. We can use it in such great ways. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it um, didn't exist when I was in high school. We did MySpace. Like, that's how I am. I always thought that was really Um, weird, too. I remember in high school, and they're like, MySpace. And I'm like, that just sounds weird. But it was was a thing. It was like a real thing. Yeah, but it was kind of (laughs) weird. But so, for like, I think mine was freshman year of college when, like, Facebook Mm -hmm. got introduced. And then I was Mm -hmm. in college when Instagram. Actually, I might have been out of college. Wow, I'm feeling really old. That's true. When Instagram I mean, was I mean about introduced. That. Not that you're old. <laughs> Sorry. Whoops. Um, so it's it's kind of crazy how much technology has like taken over, yeah. especially like a teenager's day-to-day life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so true. And uh, how much, you know, it's like you have to be on the right um, social media platform, right? Everyone's on this. Or, well, you're old if you're on Facebook or you're like yes, middle-aged if yes. you're on Twitter or you know, and then you've got to be like, uh, you could be like a millennial or you could be like Generation C if you're on Instagram or on Snapchat or on Pinterest. Well, that's just for moms. But it's like we put people on their yeah. boxes and it's like, yeah. what? And now there's yeah. TikTok. Um, and I think, again, social media can be used for really, really amazing things. Yeah. Um, but I think most of the time 
it's not so much. And sometimes it doesn't mean that you you are using it for um, bad things or evil things, but you fall into traps of consuming those things. Um, so for me, as a youth minister, I feel very old, but I am on TikTok trying to figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what you guys are using right now. Right. And a lot of it is really cool, beautiful things that are bringing us together, but there's like this little trickle that comes in yeah. that is absolutely not. Like there's times that I'm like, oh my gosh, my kids can't see that. Sure. Um, and I think it goes back to, we, we've trained ourselves, even in movies, um, we've trained ourselves like to be okay with violence, right? Like mm-hmm. TV crime shows are huge. Don't get me wrong. I love them. I love a good crime show. Um, Law and Order, People's we, Court. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but we we do. We like fall into this, like I don't know, like normalcy with things that shouldn't be normal for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's hard. That's part of the reason too why I didn't really want to get TikTok. Um, I mostly did because of our intro for our very first episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I don't want to trade for Vine because I really miss Vine, and Vine was oh. the OG. Honestly, but um, Is the OG or the goat, either or. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh I, gosh. I knew that if I got it, I know how consuming those can be, and I mm. know how addicting they can be when you just sit there and you're like, oh, like I always go on my phone for something. Like I actually have something to do, and I'm like, find myself ten pages deep into Instagram or something. Yes. I'm like, how did I even end up here an yes. hour later? You know, yeah. like. So everything, like one thing takes you to the other and it just is an ongoing thing. And you're just like, I am wasting so much time, honestly. So sure. that's why I tried to even just balance it out and not even. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, you know, and I think that's a good point. I think, you know, part of it is we realize it's a source of news for a lot of us, right? Like yeah. how is so-and-so doing? Boy, did like I had just uh, a friend of mine shared, hey, we just had our baby it's like yeah. oh awesome yeah. you know and it's like you know eight pounds three ounces and it's what day and it's like okay you put it in log it into the counter so you don't forget the birthday but it's like yeah. so that's a great like very helpful immediately mm-hmm. you were never there mm-hmm. but now you get to experience it right like all the time um different pictures of my nieces and nephews and i just like love that yeah. But it's also too like, I don't know if you ever go to like the comment section of whatever. It could be YouTube. It could be any social media platform. And it just can get nasty. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, very I quickly. Think, I think it's because we are so um, used to screens that we kind mm-hmm. of hide behind them. Because sure. I found this even at like events that like I'll go somewhere. Like I'm a very people person unless I'm no walking. Way. I know. <laughs> but unless I'm walking into a room that I know absolutely nobody. Okay? So if I'm walking into an event I know absolutely nobody, I'm on my phone the entire time mm. because until someone comes and talks to me, um I don't feel comfortable, especially if yeah. everybody else is already like acquainted. Yeah. And I see that even at youth group. Like teens come mm. and when they don't know anybody or they don't feel comfortable, that's the first thing that happens is they mm. get on their phone and it yeah. turns off the right. rest of the world. Yeah. And I think that's where we get these like horrible comments is because yeah. people have turned off. They're sitting there staring just at the screen and they have turned off the rest of the world. Yeah. That's and I, point. it's not even just like friends and social settings too. Like I have seen, I was at a restaurant once um, with some of my core team and I look over in the corner and we were out on the patio um, just eating breakfast and there was a family of I think four or five and it was like younger three younger two or three younger kids and then the parents and I think everyone except the mom um, was on their phone like none yeah. of maybe oh, the mom yeah. might have been too like they were all just not looking down talking to each other and I was just like it's it seeps into the family too and that's oh, when it's just yeah. like 
crazy. And I think it robs us too of sometimes really great opportunities to know mm-hmm. other people, get yeah. to know other people that we would just never have had. I think a great example of that was just actually this past uh, weekend I was sharing, I was at a wedding and it was at the reception afterwards. And I, you know, you, you get the, like the body tour, tw- <laughs> you're like, ah, do I, do I go for the phone? I just want to check it. And it's like, yeah. ah, and I just like was holding off and I was like, all right, I'm not going to. And then all of a sudden I just get to meet this gentleman who grew up in Florence, Italy and had moved to the U S when he met his wife and just this wonderful story about working in a local community and another gentleman I met who was on Broadway and we were just like talking about our favorite shows and this couple I ran into actually did their marriage prep. But if I was on my phone, just like zooming in on mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. you I, I would have missed all of that. And it was like such a rich uh, day for me. And, mm-hmm. and part of it was like, I, if I would have been on my phone, like none of that would have taken place. And it's a whole, it just opens your world up yeah. completely. And it gets you, I think, out of yourself. It gets yes, me out of myself. Right. Which is um, so important. And yeah. that's the thing. Like, a lot of people just want to be inside. Like, they, yeah. they're comfortable there. And they don't they want don't to leave it. This yeah. is their space. And they can't leave that. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think it goes even. So, if we're going with that, like, you are what you eat. Um, yeah. You know, use the analogy that, like, if you're if you're eating cookies all the time, you're not going to lose weight, right? Like, you're going to look like a cookie. Even, yes. But even those people that are telling you, like, I'm losing weight, but I'm eating cookies, it's not real. Um, so same thing with what we're consuming. So that whether that be social media, whether that be um, the people that we're hanging out with. Music. Uh, music, right? There's all kinds of crazy mu- Like, I listen to stuff from when I was in high school, and I'm like, oh, that that wasn't great, but like that's not that's that's seriously not like backstreet anything back compared back. to what is popular right now. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and it's again like we can listen to these things. Music's a really good example. Thank you, Lauren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we can listen to these things and we think like that's fine because that's I don't believe that um, or I don't agree with that. Um, and you find it a lot in like rap or hip hop. And like I won't lie, there's times that I'm listening to a song and I'm singing along and I was probably actually 100% doing it on the way here today and um it's it ends up kind of like defeating our morals Mm. and I know that sounds a little dramatic but um when we're constantly feeding something and into us it becomes normal right so like the crime shows it becomes normal um but if we're gonna listen to music that isn't expressing um, things that line up with our morality, then our morality starts to disappear. Yeah. And we may not even realize it. Like I, all the time I have people that are like, no, no, it's really fine. Cause I don't, I don't agree with that. I just really like the song and the beat. Um, but if you're singing the words and you're hearing them constantly, cause right when you have a favorite song, it's on oh, repeat. Yeah. Um, yeah. at least for me, that's like all I listen to for weeks. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a very good point. I've caught that with myself sometimes cause I'll listen to a group and it's like, all of a sudden it's like the F words, boom, boom, keeps coming up. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I got to a point where I love the beat. I yeah. love that song, but it was like leading me to a place that wasn't virtuous, right? Yes. It was defeating my morals. And I was like, and it, it pained me, right? Cause I really like that song, but mm-hmm. I said, I can't keep listening to that F word over and mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And it became actually liberating yeah. to yeah. not have to listen yeah. to it. A big thing with all of this too is friends. Uh, yes. 
it when, ties. when your moms are telling you to be careful who you hang out with, there's a reason. Listen. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I mean, that has shaped, like, I could just look at my life. And there was a time in my life where I had a group of friends and um, they, you know, just completely left me, basically. And I was very just heartbroken and so sad about it. And I was like, those are my friends. Like, those were the people that I hung out with. And all of a sudden, I don't have them anymore. And looking back now, I'm like, I the amount of people that I have in my life that are just striving towards virtue and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're in their Catholic faith and Christian. Yeah. And um, it's just the people that I'm around now have absolutely changed the way that I've looked at things and uh, live my life. Yeah. And I think a good like kind of rule of thumb on that is kind of, does it build me up and others up what I'm consuming Mm -hmm. or is it tearing me and others down? Is it pulling me down with them? That could be friends. It could be music. That could be what we're reading, what we're consuming on social media, even what we're eating. Right. Um, Does it build up or does it tear down? Yeah. And and I think it's also, it's okay to, to, be honest with them and if you are feeling uncomfortable in a situation or there's music that they're playing mm-hmm. or there's something that they're into that you aren't and you know it's wrong but you do it anyways because of being friends with them like don't be afraid to just go against them and you know fight them on it a little bit and don't be like harsh or mean about it but actually stick up for what's right and what mm-hmm. you believe in and it does like in that it doesn't mean that you can't be friends with people that have different yes. beliefs or different morals than you. Correct. Um, like for me, I was in a friend group in high school that uh, most of us didn't have the same morals. I was going to church every weekend. I was I was the Jesus freak. Like that is literally what I was called in high school and it's fine. And those friends kept me in their life at that time. Mm-hmm because they were partying and they were doing crazy stuff and I was the one that kept them grounded and one it's because they knew that no matter what I wasn't falling into the trap so they could they could say hey I'm going to this party and my response because I was the Jesus freak was normally like you shouldn't go but if you're gonna go I'm gonna pray for you Mm. um and you know there were times that they did come back to you know our friend's house or wherever to my house and they were you know either drunk or on drugs and I um, I was always there to help them, but I was also that like loving, but kind of strict friend that I yeah. was like, well, you did this to yourself. Um, so this doesn't mean that you have to only be friends with the people that exactly yeah. line up with what you believe, because we are called to be Christ to others. And I think there's a difference between, um, becoming friends with, you know, the party group and want, because you want to be one of them versus becoming friends with the party group, because you can see the beauty of those people and you want something better for them. Right. Yeah. It's like those friends that you like you hang out with the majority of the time. Like mm-hmm. you can have those friends as well, but it's, you know, who you're always going to hang out with on a Friday night or something like that. And I think having the strength, the courage, right? I and mean, that's something we should pray for is to have the courage to stand up and say, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't do that." Mm-hmm. You know, and and you can do it in a fun way, you can do it in a goofy way. Mm-hmm. There's you know, it's not just like doesn't have to be like, "Hey, I hate you. Don't go do that." <laughs> you know, but it, it, I think there's a great way of of speaking truth to others with courage and because you want the best for your classmate or your friend and you don't want to see them get hurt or you don't want to see them get a situation where you know is only going to lead to bad things and you're like you could be that better person i talked about with my students often i said can you be that better person can you be that better man can you be that better woman Mm -hmm. that god has made you to be and that requires asking god for that strength that courage to be that man to be that woman and the things that you get into um 
are those are the I mean, they're going to be the priorities in your life, right? Mm -hmm. Things that you enjoy the most and that um, you're most involved with. And the priority in our life should be God, ultimately. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're in, you're you're so wrapped in everything else, then that becomes your life. And then God kind of gets pushed back, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And I think, I think ultimately what we want to do is what JP2 did so well, um, St. Pope John Paul II. I never know if you say St. Oh yeah, Pope. Pope and then St. Okay, perfect. I've, <laughs> I learned something too. Yeah. Um, but that the dignity of the person is always the most important thing. And I think that goes into our music. It goes into our shows, our movies, our social media, um, even YouTube, like where we're seeing, you know, these horrible comments because people are just so comfortable, be- like hiding behind their keyboard that um, the dignity of the person is what needs to be front and center. And if we're doing that, if we're having the dignity front and center, then it doesn't, nothing else really matters because those things aren't going to become important. They're going to be things that you ultimately start to push away because you know that's not right. Um, And, you know, that falls under with, you know, even like pornography. I know that's like a big one and it's uncomfortable to talk about. Porn. I secretly secretly actually really like it when like I say it in front of parents and they're like, (gasps) like, it's like, like, we're going to talk about it. Um, and why is that? I think it's a good point because I think often like immediately we have a, like a mental picture in our mind, right, of that, but not everyone has the same picture, right? Yeah. So I think yeah. like we think like cover the ears of the children, but the children may not have no experience of that, right? right? And right. so like we immediately think like they're thinking the same images that we are in our mind, which is not always not always the case. Mm-hmm. And I think it's we we do have to talk about it. Yeah, for and sure. I think and I think it goes back to if we are looking at the dignity of the person. That is something that becomes easier to walk away from because yeah. pornography is an addiction, right? I right. tell I tell my teens this; they hear this all the time um, when we'd have the modesty talk, or I have to address someone's um, attire for the day. Right. I and I always do it in a very loving way, but I start with pornography's addiction, and we have to be loving to our brothers and sisters in Christ that suffer from that because ladies do too. Let me tell you, um, and. If we're looking at the dignity of the human person, that stuff starts to become easier um, to walk away from than to let it consume us. Right. And I think it was Pope St. John Paul II who said the problem with pornography is not that it shows too much, is that it doesn't show enough. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, and it shows too little of the human person, right? We reduce someone just merely an object or merely what they look like rather than the content of their character or what their soul is. And so I think it's so important to recognize not only um, that that image, the image and likeness of God, we're all made it, but to recognize the honor and dignity that each one of us are made in. And therefore, when we recognize that in ourselves, we're able to then celebrate that in another person. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think the other thing too is with that is, is understanding too, we need help to break those bad habits such as pornography. And sometimes that requires talking with a friend um, and saying, hey, hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. Or that, you know, there's a great app um, which you can get actually for phones or for computer or tablets um, called Covenant Eyes, yes. which is a great way where someone else is able weekly to check in on your media content and what you're reading and what you're consuming um, to be that friend. Not to like say, hey, what are you doing? But to be like, hey, how'd the week go? Were you able to do better than you did yeah. the week before? Yeah. And I think, I mean, we're... We're not telling you that like you can't listen to mainstream music, that you can't watch movies, right? Um, because you definitely can. Not everything you do has to like 
be Christian and Christian and Christian. Um, but we're just, we're just saying, be careful, be careful and really, um, keep your eyes open to what you are consuming. Try to look at it from the outside. Like, that's great that that song has an awesome beat and that you like it or that your best friend likes it. But what is the message behind it? And are you listening to the message? Because right. even yeah. if we're not listening to the words fully, they're being ingrained in our brain because yeah. eventually we do start singing them because we've gotten so used to it. Um, so just keep that in mind as you're kind of doing your social media for the day or listening to your music, watching your TV shows that um, we, we ultimately don't, we don't want to be hypocritical. Mm -hmm. So if we're going to ask our friends to come to youth group with us, if we're going to ask our friends to follow Christ with us, we need to be setting that example. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah, like Athena said, it's okay to consume them, but don't let them consume you. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And I think my favorite quote um, that I've ever heard, and it's probably not a hundred percent accurate, um, but is that sometimes you're the only gospel that someone will ever read. So we want to make sure that if we're going to be, we're going to be talking the talk that we're walking the walk so that if we are the only person, if someone never steps into a church, but they meet you on the street um, and they get to know you, that you are portraying your faith and your morals in the way that you want to. Awesome. And that's hard to do, but it is doable. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember all of this. Like when we go to mass, uh, we receive the Eucharist. And so we're walking tabernacle, right? Yeah. yeah. So we have Jesus in us. And that's really important to remember, too, as we um, go through our days and our weeks and our our lives and just being mindful of that as we go. It, it helps to um, remind you of what you're consuming. So good. So awesome. good. Yeah. Should I f- close out with Let's some uh, with yeah. some uh, hello? Hello? <laughs> Awaken Catholic first. And... <laughs> That's at awakencatholic.org forward slash donate. Just a cup of coffee or, you know, some coffee beans you want to get. All normal price that you could give uh, monthly. Um, You don't give the coffee beans. You just pay what the price would be. To awakencatholic.org forward slash donate. And also, hallow be thy name. Catholic meditation app to help you find peace and grow in your spiritual journey. Hallow.app forward slash awaken. Awesome. Thanks for joining us and tune in next time. Bye, guys. See you.